As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, October 13th, 2022, and this is part four of our week-long five-part NBA season preview series. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. What's up, Tess? Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey yo. hey yo. And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, J.D. Hello. There he is, and here we are. How do you rate that hello from J.D. today? <laughs> I would say it's going to get an eight. Ooh. Uh, maybe a seven? I don't know. I, I have a hard time ever figuring out what the rating's going to be on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked when it's a ten. I'm shocked with the, a six and a half. Yeah. So, yeah, give me a 7.2. Well, we'll find out in the comments section of this YouTube video a little bit later today. Uh, Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now here on YouTube. Make sure you like the video and subscribe and comment away. Share the show. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to nodunks.theathletic.com or you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at nodunksinc. And before we get into today's questions, I want you to check out yesterday's is this good podcast mm-hmm. with Matty O'Trey and JD debating a number of topics. Uh, did you have a personal favorite TK that you guys were breaking <laughs> down yesterday? Uh, a personal favorite. Um, you know, I like the memes that are going to come from people dropping dog poop yeah. in each other's, <laughs> in each other's, uh, garbage cans out there. I think we're going to start a movement amongst the stream team here mm-hmm. above, you know, just kind of like a community garbage can. That's Bring right. all the poo from the area. Drop it in our buckets. <laughs> we'll take it to the curb. If the bag is tied, drop it inside. If the bag is tied, think, drop it inside. I think we should make stickers that you can slap on. Oh, that's a great idea. Your garbage can. <laughs> that's a great idea. Just slap it right on there. <laughs> this is a dog poop friendly bucket. Yeah. I, I like that. A new bumper sticker. <laughs> did you ever get to that by the way i'm not that far into the podcast oh well bumper stickers are in oh, bumper yeah. stickers are it. in yeah okay excellent so check out uh is this good with matteo tk and jd yesterday uh, mm-hmm. talking about yeah whether it's okay to throw your dog's poop in someone else's trash can that, that was a 
a hot steamy <laughs> topic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of feedback out there on social media. Uh, people have opinions about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, before we also get into our first question here in part four, a little update on one of our questions from Wednesday's podcast, which was what game will LeBron become the NBA's all-time leading scorer? A few No Dunks fans pointed out this Twitter thread from at Crumpled Jumper, who was running some simulations <laughs> to predict... Which day it could happen? Look at the breakdown here from at Crumpled Jumper. Um, the important thing to note, you know, is his simulations say post All Star break, and we were debating that. Like, when's it going to happen? Injury he, is the big factor there that LeBron's going to miss some time. Yeah, he said these simulations sampled from a distribution representing all of LeBron's games from the last three regular seasons. So they're working under the assumption that he will score about. 27 points per game and miss about the same number of games around 25% of the season as he has lately. So uh, we will see. This was mm-hmm. just a fun little note here from Matt Crumple Jumper. And by the way, you can bet on this stuff at BetMGM right now. Two particular, I mean, there were like 10 bets you can make about LeBron <laughs> becoming the NBA's all-time scoring leader. But these two, when will LeBron break it? You can go on or before Trey's prediction of January 31st against the Knicks, uh, or after that, if you want, though you're not getting as good of odds on that one. That's why it's a good bet. And after then, uh, is a good bet. Yeah, and then where will LeBron break the NBA scoring record? At home or on the road? And uh, road-heavy favorites there. So, there you oh. go. If you want to get crazy and you're a true sicko, have at it. Can you bet on every game? There was, <laughs> honestly, there was something like that. You could... Yes. The answer is basically yes. That makes sense. It was crazy. Opening uh, night. <laughs> you probably get good odds on that one. You get very, very good odds. Okay, well, let's get into our questions here. Uh, our first one in part four, which team is most likely to disappoint? Um, did you find this difficult? A little bit. Yeah. But I go the Zion route. Frankly, if he doesn't play. I mean, watching him now in the preseason, I'm hyped like anybody else. Mm-hmm. He is a ninth wonder of the world. There is nobody like him. In NBA history, there's nobody like him who can handle who's that big. It's a defensive lineman with handles and the agility. He turned his ankle yesterday. And he just walked it off. Uh, he is <laughs> good. He, yeah, it, 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 but, 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 but. Yeah, you, you can't get away. We talked about LeBron missing games. You can't get away from the fact that he has missed a bunch of games, 85 over the – or he's played 85 over his three seasons in his career. Even the national TV broadcasters are staying away from him. We'll get to that in a little bit, that the Pelicans aren't on national TV as much as you'd expect for a guy who just signed a max deal. Uh, David Griffin, GM of the Pelicans, always said, yeah, we're not going to put a clause in there for his injuries or anything. He kind of lied to us. There's a little clause in there about his weight plus his body fat percentage not being over 295 and they could essentially waive him and not have to pay him if <laughs> if they're over that now they didn't get into the injuries like Joel Embiid which I found interesting you know Joel Embiid's contract if he's got a foot injury or he's got the knee uh, or no foot or back then they can basically waive him so the Zion they gave him a max they believe and you know David Griffin always told us he was just big boned it wasn't about him not being in shape well, it is about him being in shape because he looks freaking great. And, yeah, history just says, I don't know if this ninth one of the world can play basketball. I, we just we just don't know if the body will hold up. But, my God, it's so special watching him. So that would be a huge disappointment if he is injured at some point. Trey? Uh, I don't know if I think this team is actually most likely to disappoint, but it wouldn't be a surprise to 
anybody. I don't think if the Suns suddenly had a pretty bad season, just because the vibe seemed to be a little bit off, perhaps things have been repaired a little bit, but between the way the DeAndre Ayton contract went over the summer yep. and the current trade request from their fifth starter and Jay Crowder, that just seems to me, like, I remember once Tass had some uh, cupcakes delivered to the office. Okay. We didn't get to them right away, and they weren't stale. But you said they caught a little air. Yeah, I got to give credit to Cameraman Rick. They caught a little air. Uh, Cameraman Rick uh, was asked after, we gave it to the crew. And uh, Rick, our man, Rick Blackburn, the, the man, the first goofy at Disney, said, Yeah, they're all right, but they caught a little air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that to me is kind of what's happened with the Suns yeah. here. They're not stale yet. But they're on the pathway to stale, so they've certainly mm. caught a little air. And it, to me, feels like this, the clock is sort of suddenly ticking on this era of the Suns. And it felt like they had things set up really nicely. You know, they went to the finals. They led the league in wins. But it, with the way their season ended last year and everything that happened this summer and the continued problems that they're having with their personnel and maybe not even having their team settled, it just feels like they are a little bit past their prime. Doc Rivers, Chris Paul used to always talk about a team going stale eventually, which is what happened with the Clippers when Chris Paul was there years and years ago. If it doesn't happen for the Suns this year, they might be starting to think about moving on in the future as well. So it's just, uh, I don't know, this finally feels like there's a little bit of pressure on the Suns this season. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you believe it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Do you think it's championship or bust yeah. for the Phoenix Suns? Absolutely yeah, absolutely So is. then that, I mean, is yeah. another reason to uh, sort of include them here. That's why I went with the Clippers. <laughs> because they are. They're coming in as like, that's their plan, is to win a title here. You know, you've got, you pay this massive amount of money to your two superstars. You have this super deep team. Your owner with his deep, deep pockets. You know, you got a new stadium coming in a new part of town there in California. So like, they plan on winning a title here, and so you could disappoint if you don't, mm-hmm. or you you know struggle even, and these guys miss games in Kawhi and Paul George. Hollinger pointed out that the Clippers' tax payment is greater than the Grizzlies' payroll. That's how much money Balmer is putting into this squad. So you've got to deliver, and a lot of people are high on the Clippers. I think too many, personally. They think a lot of people think they'll run away with the number one seed because you know they're like a 500 team when these guys aren't even playing. Kawhi misses the entire season. Paul George only plays 30 games. He misses the play-in, uh, and they're still flirting with 500. So I get it, but why couldn't that happen again? Unfortunately, yeah. And yes, it's great to have a deep team, especially if injuries are going to come into play. But you know, you got to figure out some of these guys are going to like I I deserve X amount of minutes, and you've. There's a lot of you know massaging of egos at times with that. So you've that's on Lou to figure out, and he's a great coach, so he probably could. But yeah, I'm just not as high on the Clippers as I feel like a lot of other people are, especially when we're talking championship or bus. So there's my that's my team that's likely to disappoint. And oh yeah, they're the Clippers. Exactly. <laughs> the other. I mean, it's like you can throw the Clippers in, you can obviously throw the Nets in as well. It's the same yeah. thing with the Nets, though it feels a little bit more self-inflicted with Brooklyn than it does with LA. LA, you're just Kind of nervous that some that one of the top two players is going to come down with some sort of injury at some point. But uh, I'm with you. I just feel like those are a little bit of cheat codes. The Nets and Clippers, like, that's their thing, man. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I have sort of like – we're talking always how deep the Clippers are too, and they are on the wing. They have like eight really good wing guys. They have one center really on the roster. If Zubats goes down, you know, if he picks up an injury – 
who is playing center for them? It's Covington, I guess, as a super yeah, small ball center. Nicola um, Batum, Batum. Marcus fine, Morris. Fine, maybe during regular season. Not in a not in a matchup with, say, the Nuggets or something like that. You need you Lots need Zubats. So yeah, yeah, they're they're a modern team in that yeah. they don't really want to play a backup center. They let Isaiah Hartenstein go. They've got seven two Moses Brown in camp mm-hmm. to potentially be a backup, but they they think that they can use their strength of just a bunch of wings, yeah. like, like they did in the playoffs in twenty one when they went to the conference finals when Kawhi got hurt. That's the positive if if you're the Clippers. He got hurt a long time ago. You know, it's yeah. Uh, it, it is it is a long time since he played basketball. We're getting to twenty or whatever. Sorry, sixteen months here. Everybody thinking that he'll stay on the floor. Paul George talked about the championship window. He said my championship window is tight. So they're all focused. Kawhi stayed out last year in the postseason. Could have come back, but he is ready to make a long run. It's interesting. It's very interesting. They could be disappointing. I was looking up uh, dumb predictions for the upcoming NBA season because we'll get to that question a little <laughs> nice. bit later on. And somebody said, the Clippers are going to have a better attendance than the Los Angeles Lakers. Which was, I said, <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> but actually it happened in 2019-2020. Uh, it was, you know, that was a bit of a weird season, but there was a lot of home games, and the Clippers had a better attendance than the Los Angeles Lakers. Really? Yeah. At the same barn? At the same barn. <laughs> same barn, huh? Yeah, they were at 100% capacity. They're selling out. I, I guess that was the first year of Kawhi, and yeah, I guess they thought they were going to be good. Yeah, they sold out more than the Lakers. Surprising. Hol- Hollinger, in his prediction uh, about the Clippers, too, had made a good point that especially with Balmer in, in charge, and they do have uh, aspirations to win a title here. Hollinger said they had seven players making between $10 million and $17 million, and the ability to trade a first-round pick uh, starting in 2028. So it wouldn't shock him or maybe anybody if the Clippers like really push all in as we got closer and closer to a trade deadline, if they feel they're missing a component, a piece to, uh, to going deep. Because they have the contracts to make it work, you know, future picks, um, and they obviously, that's the goal. So it's something to watch, I think. It is a positive, though, that this team that everybody's just stomped on for years is going for it. As you said, the payroll is basically the Warriors' payroll. You know, the luxury tax payments are different because of how that's set up, but, mm-hmm. they're, you know, Stevie's putting the, his money where his mouth is, and that's it's happening. So this is, you're right, though. The championship window is, is slowly closing. So we've got sure. the Pelicans, the Suns, and the Clippers, three Western Conference teams. Yeah, we've talked a lot about the East yeah. through the first three previews. Had yeah. to jump. Okay, good. But, yeah, the Zion thing to me. I mean, I guess I went more personal disappointment than a team that could disappoint. Yeah, because I was going to uh, ask you, let's just say, hypothetically, Zion didn't even play again. This ankle that he... You know, fake roll the other night. He's like, uh oh, it actually hurts. Bye. Yeah, yeah. He, he he walked through that, shot the free throws. That was a bad turn. You check the the Will Guillory tweet. Yeah. Who covers Pelicans for the Athletic? That he was like, you know, ankle down on the floor almost. No props. He looks good. He looks good for a guy who injured his ankle. <laughs> okay. But if he didn't play again, the Pelicans are still a pretty damn good team, yeah. as we as they proved after getting McCollum and Nance after the deadline. Like I don't know what you'd have them at. Maybe a would they be a 500 team? Yeah, they were a 500 so. team after a tough start last yeah. year. But I think that that's probably about where they would top yeah. out is like prob- in the play-in tournament uh, yeah, in the exactly. Western Conference, but a 500 season. But yeah, they obviously need Zion to really make some noise, I do think. That's not good enough in the West. Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Wolves, Mavericks, 
Not going to mention the Suns because they're part of my dumb bold prediction later. Here we go. But all those, all those teams, all those teams are going to be better than the Pelicans no matter what. All those teams. So the Pelicans need Zion to jump into the top six with the way things are. Okay. Unless we're going to go one through sixteen and jumble them up this year. <laughs> still, that's still not going to happen. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Next question. Must watch <laughs> league pass whoa, whoa. team. Whoa. All right. Now I'll tell you who's got the national televised games. The Warriors have 30 of them. And I'm only counting TNT, ESPN, and ABC. Okay? I'm not counting NBA TV. Not today, NBA TV. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the Lakers have 27. You see there, Celtics coming in third, 25. And then the 76ers, the Bucks, and the Suns uh, with 23 and 22, respectively, to round out that top six. So, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is... It's sort of difficult to pick one of these teams, guys. I mean, you can. There's still a lot of league pass you games. Can't, you cannot pick oh, a, okay. You can't pick a team that has a quarter of their games on national okay, TV. Okay, okay, good. Thank no you. way. No My, way. Mine's under a quarter, and they're on this list, so I'm oh, allowed. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, it's the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah, you're correct. Final start. Uh, I, yeah, the Memphis Grizzlies have yeah 18 <laughs> games. Fine. Uh, so they you can watch them for another 64 on league pass. Uh, they've got, yeah, one, okay. of the, one of the special players in the league, obviously. Yep. MVP candidate very very soon. The team is young. The team is hype. Also, I'm being uh you know this is this is a little bit about me, considering they're in the Central Time Zone, but they play all the Western Conference teams. Mm. So you're getting a lot of Western yeah, Conference love call. without us Eastern Conferencers having to stay up till 1 a.m. Okay, sucks for them. They got to do a lot of flying, but they're young. They'll be all right. It's a young squad. It's hype. Yep. As we know, when we went there on Martin Luther King Day just uh, nine months ago, uh, <laughs> and uh, they haven't priced out anyone i i don't think of the building so the the the, the arena still feels collegey it feels like it feels authentic mm-hmm. it's not a chase center it's not one of those stadiums that it costs a billion dollars to go in ten dollar parking around the arena when we went there and we still went in the air quotes media parking where we paid zero dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we just said uh, the the guy at the gate asked, "Are you here for media?" Yeah, we're here for media. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we don't have a pass or anything. So, Let yeah, us security in. a little lax. And, uh, <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the vibes are still immaculate. You probably said that fifty eight times Hell last yeah. year. I, yeah. I think I'm feeling the same thing. Although that's why they're on national TV a little bit more that's this year. That's right. Yeah. yeah, because John Morant is like must-watch uh, superstar level. Uh, but saw- they force a ton of turnovers and they play a fast game. I'm with you on that. That's true. They got Ja. And Desmond Bain is fun to watch too, Yep, I think. Um, there was a tweet earlier this week from Legion Hoops. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it is still true. But the tweet went, the Grizzlies opened the season at home against the Knicks. A marquee opponent. The Grizzlies, a league pass team. Tickets are as low as... Seven dollars to get the, in the door. I saw that. Mm. Make a drive. <laughs> How is that, that, how is that possible? <laughs> Football season. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How is that possible? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. To it me. should cost more than that. Yeah, <laughs> it should cost fourteen dollars at least. That's That's be the way it is. Yeah. Sounds like the Sprite Zone in the Air Canada Center back in the day. You know, five to seven dollars to get in. I believe it. I believe it. It's and then that's that's what makes it hype in that arena as well. Real fans, people care. Yeah. You ain't priced out at seven bucks. No, I hope not. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Okay, so the Grizzlies, uh, Tass is saying, must watch league pass team. What and it looks there? cool. Looks cool. Too. Hell yeah! I, I love I love their Eels entire color blue. scheme. They've got the Vancouver Grizzly throwbacks. They do that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on their aesthetic jerseys, court, 
the lighting. Yeah, nice lighting. <laughs> yeah, good broadcast team too. Yeah, which broadcast. is important here for League Pass. Let's not forget about that. Uh, Trey, where are you going? I'm not going anywhere, and I'm actually not even able to watch this team on League Pass. <laughs> but I, this is a recommendation for anybody outside of the Atlanta area. Watch the Hawks on League Pass. The Hawks are going to be a watchable team this year. Trey Young, a walking highlight. Dejounte Murray. Seems to be highlight-laden as well. We're seeing crazy alley-oops already from Trey Young to Clint Capella. He can get up. John Collins has had a handful of the best dunks in the league for the past couple of seasons, mostly off alley-oops. So, yeah, for us, it'll be a throw on the Bally Sports app. Must watch <laughs> Bally Sports team right now is the Atlanta Hawks. But if you're outside of uh, if you're outside of Atlanta, you're watching them on League Pass. They're going to be fun. I can't believe we have the same answer. <laughs> of the Sickos, Hawks, too. Yeah, uh, I would add John Collins, Baptizing Fools. Sure. It's always good for, uh, you know, a dunk or two a month, it feels like, where you're, like, <laughs> yep. getting out of your seat. Uh, Bogey catches fire. He has those weird games where he can go off for, you know, 30 points easily. Uh, he's very streaky that way. You got the ATL celebrities. A bunch of rappers, uh, you know, I'm too old now. I've never even heard of half of them, but people seem hyped about them, so mm-hmm. I like that part. <laughs> you got Big Tigger. Uh, from the basement days. He's the new PA announcer. I think that happened last year. He took over for Ryan Cameron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I guess yeah. he, he wasn't the PA guy, yeah. but he was always there doing like in, arena, in arena stuff. Nice, yeah. You got yeah. Sir Foster, yeah. of course. Of course. Tickling the keys. <laughs> uh, he's always good. And then, yeah, the revamped State Farm Arena, I think it does look better. I love their jerseys. You know, they're, they're, they're set, I guess, uh, overall. So that's a good one. The one con, I'll say, against the Hawks, if you're watching on League Pass, I'm not the biggest fan of their broadcast duo of uh, Bob Rathbun mm, Bob. and uh, Dominique Wilkins. Though you get some Vince Carter. You do get some Vince. Get I hope Vince. he's still around. Uh, not, no, it's not, they're not on the top of my leaderboard for league pass announcers. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, 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 can't win them all. Can't win them all out there. <laughs> you like that uh, new little Yachty song? Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know Sir Foster is going to be tickling the keys. I tell go to Poland. Uh, but I have the Hawks. They should be. They should be. I mean, look, that, that's a team we could have answered in the first question. They could disappoint. Sure. Yeah. They you know make this big deal for DeJounte Murray and give up all these future draft picks. Hell yeah, they better win some games now. Did they get rid of that uh, local blackout thing on League Pass? I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. They dropped the price by like fifty percent. It's ninety nine ninety nine this year. Smart move. Smart move. Smart move for uh, um, Sir Foster would be to steal the this thing I heard at, at the baseball game. Yeah. You know the the organ. It was a dun 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 dun. You know the classic, classic. baseball. But he they slowed it down. Dun dun. At first it's fast. Dun 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 dun. dun. What's the what's the why people starting to clap? I don't really. Yeah, why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because people sing along or hum along. I guess. (laughs) Charge! Anyways, it was really fun. It was really fun. You got to steal that. You got to steal that. Uh, the Hawks games are fun. Yeah, big tickets, fun. He was uh, the PA announcer in the Abu Dhabi games. They went there to play oh, Milwaukee yeah, yeah, yeah. in the preseason. I heard big tickets. It's like, whoa, this is a home game. And that's why the Hawks were so good. Mm. I believe. I believe in that team. All right. That's a fun question for everybody out there. I know there's uh, Zach Lowe's uh, league pass rankings, and he's basing in style of play in the court and, and the announcers and stuff like that. I think his top ten actually just dropped today. I know he had his first batch out there a couple he days did. ago. Uh, according to Joey Starr here in the stream team, they did not 
drop the uh, blackout for local games. Mm. He read that article on The Athletic, a great website, theathletic.com slash no dunks. There you go. See, the thing is also... So our, so our pick, we can't even <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> oh, you'll find a way. You'll, yeah. you'll... Oh, I guess we... What, are you, what am I talking about? We, yeah, we're not watching it on League Pass. We're watching it on... Yeah, Bally Sports We're the Bally Southeast. Boys. We're the Bally yeah, Boys. Of course we are. Yeah, you're the local ones. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Okay. But I will say, all the nationally televised games, like you said, the Grizzlies have 18. You can still go watch Pete Pranica. You know, there's still there's <laughs> yeah, still the yeah. local feed. Pete Pranica, the, the play-by-play man with Brent, Brevin Knight. Yeah, you can still watch the local feed. Mm-hmm. And you can should. you watch the radio broadcast? Or can you listen to the radio broadcasters while you watch the Hawks games? Hmm. I think you can. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure I could. You set get a that transistor up. radio, yeah, yeah. A of, like a dad at a football game in the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Maybe what about you could fight? Hell yeah, you can. You can fire up Danny Larue and Nate Duncan uh, talking about the games on a lot of them. Some of these feeds, you can. <laughs> I have, and I might again. Uh, all right, well, let's hear from everybody out there. Must watch League Pass teams and uh, state your case here in the stream team or in the comments below if you're listening to the podcast a little bit later. We'll take our first break, but when we come back, oh, yeah, another award most improved player predictions. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, back in the uh, back in the classic factory. Back in the classic factory. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I can't hear myself right now. I don't you can't. No. Uh, anyway, we're back in the class factory. As long as you guys can hear me yeah, up there. Yeah, um, I hear you. We've done MI, uh, most improved. We've done rookie of the year. We have done uh, DPOY. DPOY. We now have another one here. Most improved player. I thought this was extremely difficult. I think Vegas thinks it's extremely difficult when you see the. The odds on trying to predict uh, who could win MIP this year. I think JD has it. Um, it's, you know, there's no real, real, real clear-cut favorite. Anthony Edwards is plus 900. Uh, and then you see Halliburton, Maxi, Zion, Brunson, RJ Barrett, Cade Cunningham. Second year fire. <laughs> Shea Gildas, Alexander, and uh, LaMelo Ball. Um, so, so did you struggle as well in trying to pick a name, Trey? This is the first answer I had for any award. Because I think Tyrese Maxey is the guy. I know he's second yeah. on the odds there. They should offer something where you can just pick Tyrese and you get both Tyrese Maxey and Tyrese Halliburton. Oh. <laughs> I think that'd be fair. But um, I really love the You Know Ball podcast. My main man, Trill Bro Dude over there, is always coming out with Tyrese Maxey propaganda. <laughs> Basically, the only players you can compare Tyrese Maxey to statistically are Jamal Murray, Damian Lillard, and Steph Curry. 
from a statistical standpoint. You know, he's a great catch-and-shoot player. He's even better with the ball in his hands. He's lightning quick from end to end. I think Harden's going to be setting him up. Uh, when those two are on the court together, I think that Maxi will handle a lot of the creation roles. When Harden goes to the bench, he can play alongside Tobias Harris. He can play alongside Embiid. There are just so many different ways that Maxi can play off of the other stars in Philadelphia that I think we're going to see him take a leap to become... I mean, he, he took a leap last year, yeah. no doubt about it. He was so good last year, but I think he's going to be seen more as part of the big three in Philadelphia this year, as a locked-in member of the big three. And like I said before, I think he's going to be the second-leading scorer on that team. So give me Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> he, he was so good last year, and that's why I kind of hesitated to take him this for this award now because how much are his numbers going to improve? Because that's what voters will look at. He's at 17.5 last year, really good percentages, great catch-and-shoot guys. He's at above 40 shooting the three. That's phenomenal. Had some awesome playoff moments as well. Yeah, but but yeah, if voters are kind of like a year behind, as we say with uh, you know defensive player of the year, perhaps, and he is a little bit more entrenched as the one of the big three, which he should be. He he is the the third best player. No disrespect to Tobias, but I think he'll take on that role. Maybe, but I don't think the numbers go up enough. And I'm not I'm not gonna pick my guy just to piss you off, but I think Cade is going to mm. win it, even as a second year player, because the numbers are low. Plus opportunity, which I don't think Maxi has as much because Kade has all the opportunity in the world. Plus the numbers, uh, the percentages are low, so I think he'll just improve. Uh, so the poor percentages, like you know, thirty-one from three, he can do a lot better in that. And at about seventeen per game, he can do a lot better in that too. So you might see a a huge jump uh, from Kade Cunningham. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go crazy this season because there's like four or five rookies from last year that are in their second year that. Might be making a case to win MIP, right? You said Cade, but Scotty Barnes could be in there. Mobley, for crying out loud, could be in there. Franz Wagner. Jalen Green, maybe. Jalen Green. Josh Giddy, maybe. Like, Alper like and Shengun. Six or seven guys. So, uh, yeah, I'll be going nuts because I think it's sort of weird for a second-year guy. But, um, uh, you know, looking back at last year's top three vote-getters in MIP, they were all first-time All-Stars. So I wonder if a Maxi has to become one. Maybe a Halliburton, an Anthony Edwards is a popular name. Because it was John Morant winning, DeJounte Murray second, Darius Garland third. Three All-Stars for the first time. Yep. And uh, and that's the way we've been going with this award. It's like that jump from, eh, you were good, you were maybe on the radar, and then now you're playing uh, at an All-Star level and you've been rewarded as such. That's why Anthony Edwards is a decent pick. Anthony Edwards is that why it makes sense why he's the the favorite, even though it's uh you know crazy odds uh, for the favorite. But yeah, his just thing is like he's already scoring twenty one a game. Is he bumping it up to like McGrady like levels where he's like tw- you know because McGrady won MIP when he went from the Raptors to the Magic, got his own team, mm-hmm. and then was scoring like twenty six, twenty seven a game. That's when he won it. Uh, Edwards obviously on the same team, but it's like a new team in the sense Gobert comes. Does he become just like the go-to scorer on that team and bump it up to 25? I guess it's feasible. Yeah. So I can make, it makes sense why he would be an option and an all-star, sure, if they win a lot of games. It's tough, though. Yeah. Just, just with you got some big usage guys beside him in towns, D'Angelo Russell as well. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a, a lot of lobbies for Gabi, for Rudy Gobert in the middle. <laughs> That's going to happen. So, yeah, how much are they going to – he is he is a phenomenal player. But if he gets the all-star, the nod there, you know, kind of like Tyrese Maxey, if he, if he can squeeze in an all-star, then it, it becomes more about just how good you are in this league rather than just the numbers 
which uh, you know I tend to look at, but it that that's a smart that's a good omen for Edwards that the guys last year, as you said, yeah. in Garland. Morant, Morant was a special case, though. That's just a special. Well, that was. I mean, a lot of people thought it was silly that he even won Most Improved because it was like he was doing this. He was. That was he his was, MVP award. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right. Yeah. As we talked about it was at the in time. the MVP conversation. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, the other Tyrese, is a decent bet too. I mean, in 25, 26 games with the Pacers, the guy was like putting up numbers. They weren't winning, but some people don't Huge care. He was numbers. like, yeah, he was like basically 18, 10, and four in his Pacers stint. Mm-hmm. It continues that. That goes up a little bit. Oh, man, I mean, that that those will be – it'll sort of be or it would be like uh, comparable to DeJounte Murray putting up big stats there for the Spurs last year. So I assume he's going to get some votes. Whether or not he'll get enough to win, we'll see. That's a good bet. Just bet the Tyrese. Bet the Tyrese line. Are there any uh, crazy uh, wild cards that you, you want to chuck at the wall, see if it sticks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like all the Rockets ones. I, yeah. I said Jalen Green throwing an Alperin Shengun. Yeah, you know, it's it's a reach. It seems like a reach right now. For sure. Wendell right. Carter Jr. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! I was not ready for hey, that. Hey man, you asked, you asked for a random one. Yeah. Um, he, he could be the Magic's leading scorer. That's what Magic fans want. He's a rock. If, maybe if he leads the league in rebounds, he mm-hmm. could uh, he could he could get the MIP this year. It's tough to find a random player because everybody's on random. the odds list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you look at yeah. that, that odds list, there's everyone. Ooh, Larry Markkinen. He should probably score twenty a game this year. That's nice. Colin Sexton. Sexton. One of those two should score twenty a game. Yeah. I would think for the Jazz. Didn't yeah. Sexton do that? He did. He did it when the Cavs were bad. Yeah. 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 So Markkinen is a good one though. He looked great. Looked great in Europe. <laughs> I, I am interested to see uh, the, the Tyrese Halliburton if his percentages stay the same because they have through his first three years, even as a number one guy with Indiana. The, the guy, is a, he is a rock. He's literally been at 41%, even, again, with just him and Buddy Heald on that team. Miles Turner wasn't even playing. No Sabonis anymore. That guy is uh, solid, and that's why everyone thought immediately, like, well, how do you trade him for uh, for Sabonis? You got a guy that can you know, be a 12-time All-Star, right? That's what we were expecting at, at the time, which is uh, yeah, a little crazy, a little crazy. But he showed up in those 26 games. I'm looking forward to seeing how that happened or how that plays out over a whole season. Space Orb, nine in the stream team. <laughs> uh, Markel Fultz for MIP Agenda. Some Fultz love uh, that he gets uh, you know, back to, to playing, hopefully consistently, and uh, putting up some numbers as another Magic player. we got a lot of Magic players, I guess, on the board here. In, in Franz, <laughs> Fultz, and Wendell Carter Jr. Can Ben Simmons win MIP? Yeah, that's why these are... No. No? Even Zion's on the list. Yeah, I know. He didn't play last year. <laughs> he should improve. <laughs> he should be a lot should better improve. than last year. Yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi could be in the running. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They can win. Uh Ben Simmons would be hilarious. He's like an all-star already. But like he was all NBA, wasn't he? It would be look, if he suddenly was hitting threes, taking threes and hitting threes and, and improved at the free throw line, how could we not start the narrative like, damn, this guy improved? That's not something I'm worried about. No. Yeah. No. Mm. Okay. Well, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, looking good happens, on the sh- looking good on that short roll yesterday, though. Some other names being thrown out here. You got some James Wiseman. You got some okay. Marvin Bagley the third. He's already injured. He's injured, yeah, unfortunately. So uh, Jalen Brunson it fits the mold of a guy that could be an all-star. Yep. And could get have good numbers on a team that could surprise some people or be a little bit better than maybe some thought with the Knicks. I like that one. Jalen Brunson makes a lot of sense. Good stuff there from Zach here in the stream team. Okay. Our next cue. 
We do it every year. It's a nice segue from Jalen Brunson here, Skeets. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Which player needs a nickname? Jalen Brunson does. Oh. He's going to New York. You need a nickname in New York. <laughs> uh, I know that sounds stupid, but you can't call him Jalen because there's all there's already a Jalen Brunson. He can't be a first-name guy. There's a Jalen Brown, I should say. Yeah. So he can't be a Jalen. He can't be a JB because there's another Jalen Brown. Brunson burner. Is fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, the problem with Jalen Brunson, he does not seem like the type of player that will will ever have a nickname. That's why this nickname yeah. works because oh, I agree yeah. with oh, you. Oh, you there have one. Go. Okay. Okay. The Rock. Okay. Like okay. He, he is dependable. <laughs> he will always be there. Can't change him. You can't take him. You can't speed him up. Can't slow him down. But he'll also never have a nickname. That's just the way it's going to be. But he needs one. He the needs rock. one playing in New York. The Rock, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Will like, Dwayne Johnson <laughs> sign off on this? Yeah, it's fine. Like Barrett to the Rock, you know. Mitch Richmond, or Julius Randall to I mean, the Rock. That. You don't care. Okay. Yeah, they're built the same. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying it's a winner, but, uh, <laughs> okay. but I think it's hard. It's hard. It... Nicknames are hard. Uh, I'll start Nicknames with that. are hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally we'll agree. Start there. Okay. I, I just random just wrote down random notes about nicknames. Okay. So I'll just say I'll just say some things about nicknames, and you tell me if it makes any sense. Maximum Struce. <laughs> I'm in. Kind of, yeah. Keegan Michael Murray. Uh, <laughs> kind of like Keegan Michael Key, yeah. but also kind of like Chad Michael Murray. Uh, I, <laughs> Call him the boy band. <laughs> Keegan Michael Murray. It makes sense. King Keegan is, I had that on my list. Oh, that's not bad. That's like nice. He plays with the king. That's yeah. better. Scotty Beans. For Scotty Barnes? <laughs> For Scotty Barnes. Apparently he loves beans. I, he well, so, so I'll jump in here. That was the player that needs a nickname, in my opinion. I think he's such a character yeah. that he's deserving of a nickname. Uh, you think it's Scotty Beans? I I'm not against it, but you <laughs> know, there's, there's there's Scotty too hottie, of course. That's thrown around. I saw Scotty the Gotti, <laughs> which okay. He goes by your boy Scotty on his Instagram uh, handle and, and Twitter handle. And then I saw someone trying to make the case. I think it was last season for Scotty Barnes to call him Barney <laughs> because purple Barnes awesome. Barnes Barney plays for the Raptors. Purple jerseys. He's a hugger. Like, he's a lovable guy, like Barney. But then it's like, it all works. It all fits. But it's a, like, nobody wants to be called funny. Barney. Barney. <laughs> Barney on the break. I mean, Jack, Jack Armstrong yelling Barney would be fun, but. Yeah. I just saw a video um, that Alex Wong tweeted of all of the Toronto Maple Leafs going through their nicknames. And every single one is like, oh, your name's Barnes. Your nickname is Barney. Yeah. <laughs> every single one. So as a Toronto player, I think it's perfect Barney, uh, for okay. him. Yeah. Scotty Barney. <laughs> Scotty Barney. <laughs> the double, pretty the weird. double lion. I, thought, I always thought he'd get a motorcycle. He'd be Scotty Ducati. <laughs> if he did. Yeah. Get him a bike. Scotty Ducati. Okay, keep going with your notes. Uh, you go. Yeah. Uh, Christoph's Porzingis. Can't be the unicorn. Be, be, <laughs> that's your note. Just yeah. No, yeah. That's, my, that's my note. He needs a new nickname. Oh, because thought... Kevin Durant named him the unicorn. We're like... Yeah. You never see this. A seven foot four guy blocking shots, shooting three pointers. As soon as he got that nickname, we saw that all around the globe suddenly. So, yeah, okay. nice yeah. horse. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like horse. High Go quality horse. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we said Something we, else. We said goat. I think we called him goat because he had, well, he had a beard, I think. Ooh. And we said if you shave, then you're goat. Like shave the sides, then you're goat. <laughs> Close to a unicorn. No, it's no, not. No, no, we're not calling but him goat. <laughs> First steps to go. Um, how about this? Who could be nicknamed Meatball? Well, Gallinari. How high were you when you were making this list? <laughs> that, that one, very. That one, very. Huh. Uh, but who could, who could 
bean nickname. I like it. Let Spicy it. meatball. That's Danilo Gallinari. He's meatball's injured, though. Meatball's a fun yeah. nickname. I wrote down Marcus Smart for some reason. He's being a meatball. <laughs> Marcus the Meatball Smart. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we kind of got into this uh, talking with Alex on his podcast. Every NBA player's nickname is him. He is him. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, got him. Himmy Butler and him Hardaway Jr. <laughs> But then that started me thinking of that famous clip of Pete Weber bowling, and he knocks down the pins. He's like, who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. Also a cool nickname. I I am. am. Mm. I am Dasumu. Mm. Oh, damn. That's good. That's not bad. (laughs) Maybe I'm him. (laughs) No, you're Meatball. (laughs) Meatball. My bad. (laughs) Uh, Meatball. Okay. That's uh, what I was thinking about when it came to nicknames. Also, I think it's cool that LeBron called Victor Wembenyama the alien. That's going to stick. And that's a cool nickname. Yeah. Yeah, because he went against the the unicorn. He said, everybody's doing the unicorn thing. That guy's not a unicorn. He's an alien. It's good. It is good. What's funny, I, I don't. No, uh, I think I had tweeted it before him. I didn't say alien, but I said when I saw Women Young play, like in these recent games, I was like, this guy looks like a legit monster. Like the Sean Bradley yeah. monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it like, looks like it. And so, uh, yeah, alien's a nice, it's sort of uh, pretty similar there to the alien of the monsters. When they were, uh, maybe Porzingis is the nerd luck now. <laughs> maybe so. Is that what they were maybe called? So. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. Little guy. Porzingis. He's got a good Porzingis. P-E-R. <laughs> yeah, the alien's pretty good. Uh, Eric Bledsoe could be the meatball. Um, Eric Gordon could be a meatball. <laughs> uh, people are saying Meatball Mobley. Um, <laughs> meatball Mobley. He's so skinny, though. Yeah. He's so skinny. Yeah, yeah. I just had a... Um, Eric Gordon's meatball good, sub. Actually. Meatball sub, yeah. From, Eric Gordon uh, is good. I finally caved... I went to Subway the other day and got a meatball. I tried a meatball sub. What? You've never had a meatball sub? <laughs> Not from Subway. I will only, I usually would only ever get them from Firehouse subs. They make a great they meatball sub. They make a damn good meatball <laughs> sub. And I was, I was, I don't have one around me, a Firehouse uh, uh, location, so I was, but I was longing for that sub. So I'm like, I'm going to see, I'm going to try it at Subway. I'm going to give it a go. No. <laughs> no. no. Back to the uh, back to the normal uh, BLT for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Barbecue BLT, if I'm not mistaken. They don't have barbecue anymore. Oh, at least in my location. I don't well, know well then, what do they put on the meatball? Uh, like <laughs> well, a, a like a marinara sauce, yeah, probably. Okay, up. yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> anyway. I also ate meatballs yesterday. <laughs> Obviously, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just looking at my sandwich. Hey, it'd be a good nickname. Who could be Meatball? <laughs> All right, Great. let us know. Uh, who could, oh, Grant Williams, could he be Meatball? <laughs> That's I good, mean, too. Big guys. Meatball Mo Bamba. <laughs> good stuff. Good uh, stuff. <laughs> coming through here in this uh, weird, weird question. Uh, which player needs a nickname if you've got a suggestion? Uh, even better. And then, yeah, the bonus question is who should be named uh, Meatball? <laughs> That'll be a running... Uh, you know, question all all season long. Uh, let's take one more break when we come back. Can Rudy Gobert be a meatball? Because he needs a new nickname. Nah. You don't want the Stifle Tower anymore? Boo! You don't like it? It's his best one. Um, that's his best one. The French Rejection? No. No, one, no one calls the, him that. The Gobert Report? I saw that on Basketball Reference. No one calls him that. That's clever. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the Stifle Tower. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. It's got to be something about defense. You know, Rudy, don't go... Bear. Don't go there. 
No. It's not a nickname. That's not a nickname. I don't know. Meatball. Rudy Meatball. No. <laughs> a player doesn't have a nickname. <laughs> they might be Meatball. You have 20 guys named Meatball. It's going to make our podcast so confusing because everybody's just saying Meatball. Nobody knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. Final break. When we come back, uh, we're going to look at the NBA.com GM survey and uh, share our most surprising results and uh, a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right. Welcome back, meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Two more questions. Oh, listen, uh, last last thing about a meatball. Uh, who who, sh- who shut it? Here, Swish Rivera said... Kenny Lofton Jr. Mm, right. That's <laughs> a good. That's a good one. And, <laughs> and Kenny Lofton used to hit some meatballs. He loved hitting meatballs. <laughs> what's a what's meatballs is a big old softball, a big easy <laughs> easy ball to hit. Oh, oh he's throwing meatballs out there. Like anybody can anybody can hit those meatballs. Gotcha, gotcha. Bra- Braves were hitting meatballs last night. No, they fought for it. They fought for it. <laughs> small ball. Small yeah. meatballs last night. Yeah. Usually it's all about the dingers, but they were getting the job done just moving the ducks around the pond. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> these guys love baseball. All right. Uh, our question here, most surprising result from the NBA.com GM survey. Uh, Schumann putting in all that hard work, tallying up the votes. I think it said the 21st 
What? Running of this survey. Jeez. I think that's what it said in the uh, introduction. Schumann, if you're in the uh, stream team right now, hey, Meatball, uh, let us know. Uh, <laughs> Schumann is Meatball? I don't know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> John Meatball Schumann. <laughs> it's good. It's sort of catchy. Uh, but anyway, what was the most surprising result, Tass? Get us started. Uh, the question, who is the best international player not in the NBA? Why wasn't it 100% Victor Wembanyama? Yeah. It should have been. Because people really love Miritich. Yeah. Over, <laughs> people Miritich. Yeah. yeah. Over half the people didn't pick Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. Are these GMs doing their job? <laughs> uh, because Nikola Miritich, he was a solid NBA player, but he hasn't been in the, in the league for a few years. And are they telling me that if they could pick one or the other, they'd pick Miritich <laughs> over Wembanyama? I just, I just don't understand looking at that no maybe you know they're thinking something different they're yeah something, you know that's how i sort of you know he's a he's an international player in it playing in a different league so of course i'm i'm parsing here but somebody also picked eddie tavares <laughs> that was crazy man <laughs> i was like what it's i did not expect to see that name yeah with seven three eddie tavares sorry you've made some mistakes here and <laughs> you should retract it schumann should put all these gms on blast yeah. <laughs> to see who picked miritich michich Vasilyev Michich and Sasha Vezenkov, along with Eddie Tavares, received votes. You, should, you think it should have been 100% alien? Yes. Okay. Anyways, that's, that's me being picky. There's some other ones out there. What do you have, Trey? I like how one of the, I guess five of the questions are, who's the best point guard, shooting guard, all this yep. thing? But you can get votes for different positions. So I think Doncic got votes for, like, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, so this year, this season, Schumann had to add on the question, highest percentage of total votes on position questions. Who showed up on the ballot the most times? Right. Interesting. Giannis and Steph Curry, tied for number one, showed up on 18% of votes, followed by Jokic, Doncic, and Kevin Durant. So that's kind of the NBA GM's top five players in the league right there. Yeah. Giannis, Curry, Jokic, Doncic, Durant. So for me, a little bit of a surprise to not see Embiid. I guess he's probably not showing up on a power forward. Yeah. He's only showing up in the center. And no LeBron has to be a little bit of a shock that he wouldn't fall in the top five uh, guys for NBA GMs. Yeah. He's, he's got some point guard votes before, has he? LeBron? LeBron? I'm sure he has, yeah. yeah. Probably. probably. So, yeah, so he's... Yeah, borderline dropping out of the top five. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I made note of that, too. Specifically, best point guard in the NBA, 72% of the GM said Steph Curry, 14% said Luka Doncic, and then who is the best shooting guard in the NBA, 45% say Devin Booker, 28% say Luka Doncic, 17% say Steph Curry. So it's like... They, you know, they don't even know. They don't even, they don't even know. know where to put. What them. are positions? Yeah, what are positions. Yeah. Also, this made me laugh, and I know it was done in the summer prior to what happened with this particular guy and his teammate. Which player is the best leader? It was Chris Paul, Curry, LeBron, Giannis, Lillard, but also receiving votes said Schumann, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Okay. And Draymond Green. <laughs> uh, Whoops. Um, you know, hell of a leader. Just punching the young kids right in the sucker face. <laughs> right in the sucker face. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, just, uh, just hey, maybe a giggle the leader there. one, huh? Steph Curry? Did he did he come in 22%, higher? 22%. Then Draymond? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah. he's the leader of that team. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what do you think about least surprising, uh, if you were to flip it on Ted here, this question, team having the best home court advantage, the Raptors. Yes. Got 21% of the vote from the GMs, and then followed by the uh, Celtics and Nuggets were tied for second, 17%. So Raptors, 
Celtics, Nuggets. Does that makes is there another team you would include in that best home court advantage? I guess the GMs when they're when they're picking the Nuggets, part of their calculation is it sucks flying to Denver on a back to back the altitude, so that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors and the Celtics. Well, the Ra- same could be true for the Raptors, I guess. We gotta fly. We gotta go through security. We gotta fly to a different country. We gotta uh, make sure yeah. everybody has their passports. We have passports. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but I think they're buying into the Raptors crowd yeah, just being yeah, yeah. crazy, Those are three good crowds. crazy loud. It's an interesting one. I, uh, they have sort of priced out. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But the real fans in Toronto as well. It's friggin' expensive. Ain't no Sprite Zone no more. Uh, so <laughs> it, I don't know. I always it's but but usually the winner of this, if if I am if I'm not mistaken, it's the Golden State Warriors usually. Or the Blazers, you know, one of those two. Mm, but yeah. the but the Warriors priced everybody out at the Chase Center. Nope, too expensive. <laughs> nope. You got to have a reasonable ticket to win this, I think. And yeah, the Warriors are, are on that list as well. I'm surprised the Blazers aren't there as well. Gotta, I guess you got to be a good team. You, would you put the Raptors though? I mean, let's all biases aside. Playoffs, of course, the house is rocking. Yeah. The regular season, they could be louder. I think they're. I think there are better regular season arenas crowds yeah yeah give me give me uh, give me blazers i think that's fine okay. i think they're ready every game you give me the grizzlies at times i think very good okay the jazz people are saying jazz were last year's but yeah. people aren't scared of the jazz no, so no. they're, they're a little it. lower right your team now. has to be <laughs> somewhat good yeah yeah definitely uh dumbest bold prediction you teased yours okay so have at it the phoenix suns will finish in the play-in tournament this wow, year. Wow, that's a spicy take. Yeah. That's a meatball spicy take. They were down 46 in a Game 7 at home. I've never seen anything worse. I think that carries over. That ha- There has to be something to that, considering that DeAndre Ayton played 17 minutes in that game. He still isn't whole. He was asked in the preseason after signing a contract with the Indiana Pacers. Suns match, he comes back to Phoenix. He's asked, are you happy to be here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. He's not happy. I don't think that locker room can be happy. Jay Crowder wants out. Chris Paul, as as ready as he is, he's been running with Ashton Kutcher on Peloton. He's 37th. I mean, he is. He's, we're we're getting old here. And teams with better records, I think, to make this dumb prediction come true, are just these. These these teams just have to be better than okay. the Phoenix Suns. Even though the Suns won 64 stinking games last year. A lot of games. Year. The Warriors, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Clippers. The Wolves and the Mavericks. Just six teams. And there could be others. The Pelicans could be super good. So I think six teams will be better than the Phoenix Suns this year because I'm not buying the juice. Now, I don't think it's like the end of the the era here with the, the Suns like it was with Chris Paul and the, and the Clippers or Chris Paul and the Rockets. Like It's not like dead, done, over. But the West is just damn good. So that might, you know, accelerate, expedite how bad the Suns team is it's a dumb prediction but it could happen it's I think tough. I, I it's don't, tough it's... because they're they're you know they're top six seven guys it's damn good do they like each other do you have to like each other <laughs> no but but <laughs> but, but, question. but yeah but but the other uh, you know it's all part of the, the I'm taking it all into account and I think I think the Nuggets are just in a great place I think they'll have a better record than the Phoenix Suns I, and, and all those teams I mentioned the Clippers the Warriors you know the Maver- the Suns should be a better team than the Mavericks because you say top seven. Well, obviously, you know besides Luca, 
you know, being the best player, if you're, you know, to throw those two teams together, throw all those guys on the wall, but then two, three, four, five, six, seven, it's probably the, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. So they like should the be. The Suns, five, five starters. I mean, it's it's incredible. If they if they all do like each other enough right. and play well for Monty Williams. Yeah. I mean, come on. Chris Paul, Booker, Bridges, Cameron Johnson, and DeAndre Eaton. That's a damn yeah. good five. Good starting lineup, for sure. That's young. Besides Chris Paul, that's a young five, too. Like That's an energetic five. So. Hey, it's a dumb prediction. No, TBD. hey, I love it's it. Bold. That's, that's a why bold. It's bold. Yeah, it's really TBD, bold. TBD, TBD. Very bold. What do you have, Trey? I've got the leaders in the scoring, rebounds, and assist categories for the upcoming season. Okay. <laughs> Zion Williamson will lead the league in scoring. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that's pretty bold. I don't mind yeah. That. James Harden will lead the league in assists. Yeah, I said that okay. yesterday. You like that? DeMontis Sabonis will lead the league in rebounding. Mm. <laughs> All lefties. Ooh, All lefties. Whoa. Good year for the lefties. Whoa. You're looking at your hands, Shout big boys. That's, yeah, that's I mean, Zion is probably like the biggest reach uh, of all. I mean, obviously he's a walking bucket, but he's still got to get to 30 plus points per game uh, for the season. And he's got to play, what, three quarters of the games or something, right? Like LeBron didn't even get to that number last year. Right. Harden, I think, is hilarious. Like people are like, Harden, lead the league in assists. He was second in the league in assists yeah. last year. And Sabonis, Sabonis is not likely to lead the league in rebounding. He finished third last year. Gobert led the league in rebounding. I am assuming his numbers will go down a little bit playing alongside Towns in Minnesota. So Jokic probably slides up and leads the league in rebounding this year. But the allure of an all lefty <laughs> category leaders was just too strong. No, that's yeah. that's solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's never been done before in the NBA. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> so it's bold. <laughs> Mine is extreme. Mine's more dumb than bold. Good. <laughs> I thought, actually, hold on. No, I take that back. This would be the first time I assume in NBA history if it were to happen. But it's it's definitely dumb. Last year we had three teams in the Eastern Conference finish with identical records, fifty-one and thirty-one. It was the Celtics, Bucks, and 76ers. I think something similar is going to happen, but we're going to crank it up this year. Okay. In both conferences, we're going to have four teams tied with identical records. <laughs> All right, and I'm so uh, what I'm getting at here is parody, baby, parody. I think we're we've, we've talked about it. We've gone through the conferences. There are a lot of good teams that all feel around the, you know, we feel strong about. So I think in the East and the West, what will the number be? It'll be probably 48 or 49 wins. You know, 47 to 49 wins for these four teams in each conference <sighs> tying. So we are going to have some crazy, crazy final games uh, when we get into uh, mid-April, early April because we're going to have like a million ties and trying to figure it all out. It's going to break our brains. All right. That's <laughs> Your two predictions dumb. kind of like uh, play off each other, I yeah. think, because yeah. you need the Suns to lose yeah. a lot more games. They won 18 more games than the seventh place Timberwolves last year. But if they can kind of split the difference between the Timberwolves and the Suns, oh, it's, it's looking all right if we redistribute some of those wins. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go through the stream team here. Some suggestions for dumb bolt predictions because yeah, you can go everywhere with this one. Okay. Uh, I see a couple about Kyrie. Eric says Kyrie retires at the trade deadline. That's very bold. <laughs> That's <laughs> it is not a zero percent chance, though. You gotta agree. But Dennis Rodman says maybe this is even crazier. Kyrie will cause no off-court controversy all season long. <laughs> Which one's more likely? No controversy off the court from Kyrie, or Kyrie literally retiring at the trade deadline? Legit question. That's us. I think you're getting plus 125 for retire and minus 150 for zero off-court yeah. drama. Yeah, okay. Um, multiple NBA teams get sold in the next nine months. That's from Zach. 
Okay. Multiple okay. is the key part. Okay. We know the sons are sons. Uh, up for sale, so we would assume that would happen. But uh, who's the who's the second? Mystery team. Who's the third team? Yeah. Okay. Good one. Uh, Tenzin says Carl Anthony Towns will be an MVP if the Wolves are top three in the West. Don't accept that. You don't know. <laughs> no. No. That's a, you can't. There's a there's a caveat there. If they're the just say it. Just say just it. Just say it. It's, it's just a comment in a stream team. The Wolves will finish top three <laughs> you know what's and MVP. You know, you know, massage that a little bit. Just say, Carl Anthony Towns will be a top, will finish in the top three MVP voting. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that's bold. still that's bold. bold. Yeah. Still bold, but maybe more realistic. He also, yeah. sorry, he also says the Pistons will be last year's Pelicans. So they'll make the play-in. They'll be that team that turns it on. And, I love uh, it. Sneaks in there. That's okay. I um, love it. Amelia says, Alex Caruso becomes an all-star. That's, that's bold. Very, very that's bold. bold. Very bold. Uh, ben Simmons will lead the league in screen and hockey assists, says Kofi. Okay. He loves wearing hockey jerseys. That's true. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, they're flying in here. Um, Blazers get cold. Oh, Blazers get sold. I thought it said Blazers yeah. get cold. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. Cold that, wasn't, that wasn't a good joke. Uh, Calvin says Westbrook turns back the clock. Okay. That's... I don't see that happening, but uh, and then Kelvin also says Haslam will be most improved player. Now that's very bold. Let's I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah let's hear from everybody, uh, especially you listening to the podcast or watching later on YouTube. Drop your dumb bold predictions in the YouTube comments. Tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. Maybe we'll do a little roundup, put together a little fun video of what? us saying everybody's dumb bold predictions. That sounds great. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some parody in the NBA. There's no doubt. I, I yeah. don't think anyone's going to win 60 games this year. It's you know, not a crazy, crazy bet, but mm-hmm. yeah. If anyone wins over fifty-five, if you a bold prediction would be no one wins over fifty-five. Whoa, that's, that's and it's possible. It's definitely possible with with how many good teams in both conferences. Yeah, but there's only that's one last be, year, right? I think two. I think we had a fifty-six win team. So we have for the, the, oh, the, the Suns and Grizzlies. Okay, yeah. okay. Suns and Grizzlies. Yep. They got to come back to earth. All right, that's part four. We have one part left. We're almost there with our. Season preview series are burning questions. If you guys are enjoying this, leave your boys a five-star rating and review. Like, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Share the show. I will remind you to check out yesterday's Is This Good podcast. It's in the No Dunks YouTube feed and podcast feed. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Get those questions and comments in, nodunks.theathletic.com. Tomorrow, our fifth and final part, uh, burning questions include surprise playoff teams. Maybe the Pistons will be in the mix for that one. Which player is entering a make-or-break season? And uh, our finals predictions. We'll call the teams. We'll call the winner. We'll call the finals MVP. Oh, that's not easy. That's not easy. No, it's not. It's not and at all. And everybody always tough. looks back and asks us. <laughs> How could you? How could you yeah, do that? You dummies. Yeah. Uh, later ev- today. And everyone always looks back and says, are those the same questions you used last year in the preview in the exact same order everybody always asks that <laughs> they're very don't similar give away the secrets man. they're very similar hey if it ain't broke don't fix it uh later today new no buffs survivor episode 1 p.m eastern no buffs has its own youtube feed and its own podcast feed breaking down uh, episode four last night i thought a very very entertaining episode so i feel like we got some fun topics to uh, debate tk and oh, jd no doubt yeah i think we're gonna be talking a lot about machetes I just think we're going to talk a lot about machete. Good, good, good. <laughs> awesome. I think it's going to come up. All right, so we'll see you later if you're a Survivor fan over on No Buffs at 1 p.m. Eastern. Otherwise, you basketball sickles. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern live here on YouTube. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. 
Thanks for joining us, and remember, throw your dumb, bold predictions in the YouTube comments below. This one's a great one. New wedgie record from Reading Challenge, which would be breaking the record of 51. I'm sorry. No. We had we had fifty we had fifty eight. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the pandemic years, so it's like it doesn't count. What oh, happened? Oh, oh, oh. There was fifty eight wedgies, eight which years. smashed the record, yeah. previous record of fifty one. So reading challenge. So so. Fifty nine and plus. We're going sixty plus. Sixty, yeah. All right. Good prediction. <laughs> Not dumb enough, in my opinion. But good prediction. All right. Yeah. Brace the day, people.